This podcast is made possible by the generous support of Lilly Oncology. Welcome to the BreastCancer.org podcast. I'm Jamie DiPolo, Senior Editor at BreastCancer.org. We're down here at the 2016 San Antonio Breast Cancer Symposium. My guest is Dr. Ruth O'Regan. She's Professor of Hematology and Oncology at the University of Wisconsin, and she's presented results from the Phase 3 Bell 3 trial, which looked at buparlacib and Fazlodex in postmenopausal women who'd been diagnosed with hormone receptor positive HER2-negative metastatic disease, who'd been treated with an aromatase inhibitor previously and had the cancer grow on or after treatment with Afinitor. Can you tell me why buparlacib or what buparlacib is and how it works? So buparlacib is a pan-PI3 kinase inhibitor, so it basically blocks the PI3 kinase pathway. And we now have data from a couple of randomized trials looking at this particular agent and its ability to inhibit PI3 kinase pathway in estrogen receptor positive metastatic breast cancer. And so why is that pathway important? What does it do in the body? So the PI3 kinase pathway is, is very important. It's, it's really in all cells in the body. Um, its importance in estrogen receptor positive breast cancers is that as you develop resistance to endocrine therapy, this pathway becomes activated. And we've known this for a long time. And just, as, just to back up a little, so PI3 kinase also feeds into mTOR. And we know that the mTOR inhibitor Everolimus appears to be able to sensitize or resensitize estrogen receptor positive metastatic cells to endocrine therapy. So we think that this pathway is starts driving these cells when they're endocrine resistant, and that if you block it, therefore you can kind of make the endocrine therapy work again. So the idea is behind this study, my understanding is that you'd want to use something like buparlacib instead of chemo with the idea that the buparlacib would be less toxic and potentially more effective? Yeah, absolutely. Because, you know, we always want to know what's driving the cell. Um, and if we know it's the PI3 kinase pathway, then blocking it would be part of makes make, makes sense more than giving chemotherapy that's not really a targeted treatment and the problem with chemotherapy of course is that it has a lot of off-target toxic effects so the hope would be that this drug would be very effective at targeting cancer cells particularly when they have mutations in this pathway um, and and they are not targeting normal cells basically that that was the hope essentially um the problem is that you know the bell 3 study which randomized patients who'd had both endocrine therapy and the and an mTOR inhibitor to be part of plus fulvustrin versus fulvustrin alone did show some degree of efficacy in that the disease control was improved the progression free survival was improved by a couple of months but the problem is it was quite toxic because the most serious side effect is it gets into the brain causes anxiety and depression and there were some suicide attempts in the buparacid arm in the study. Um, along with that it does cause, cause elevation of liver uh, function enzymes which is another concern with this drug. So even though it, it shows us that there is a signal there and that by inhibiting this pathway it does appear to be beneficial for, for patients to some degree, the toxicity is a problem with this drug. So even if patients were screened for any psychiatric problems or potential depression, anything like that, the drug sounds like it's still not ideal. The, the Inhibiting that pathway seems like a good thing, but perhaps this just isn't the right drug to do that. 
Yeah, absolutely correct. Yeah. So actually all these patients, anybody on any buparasib study is screened before they go on for depression, anxiety, both from the, <coughs> their medical records, but also there's a questionnaire given to them. So these were patients who didn't have underlying issues and yet you still had this, you know, fairly significant instance of anxiety and depression. So yeah, absolutely. So I think this this drug has efficacy but the toxicity is probably going to preclude its further development. We don't know that yet, but there are other PI3 kinase, PI3 kinase inhibitors in development. So how are you going to talk to your patients about this? If somebody, you know, they, they've got metastatic disease, it's hormone receptor positive, it's grown after it's been treated with Afinitor, what, are there other options besides chemotherapy or I, what are you going to say to your patients basically? Yes, so at this point in general for patients coming off Everolimus, we generally would recommend chemotherapy because we know that the cancers are not going to respond to endocrine therapy again in most cases. So I think I would tell them that this pathway is important, this trial proves that, um, but, and there are other, other agents that may be less toxic coming down the pipeline. So there is an alpha-specific PI3 kinase uh, inhibitor that's actually in a clinical trial right now, and that may end up being hopefully more effective, but hopefully with a better toxicity profile as well.